Hymn Stories, a podcast about how our songs of the faith came to be and how they've encouraged, comforted, and strengthened believers like you and me. Hymn Stories is a part of the Media Gratia Podcast Network. My name is Ryan Bush. Hymns teach us what we sing absolutely um, teaches us for good, for better, for worse. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't it amazing that God fashioned our bodies, our vocal cords, our our minds, with the ability to make music, to, to sing? Mm-hmm. And, and the reason for that is, is so that we could sing praises to Him. I mean, we, we don't need to sing to live. We, we need to breathe. We need to eat. We, uh, we seek shelter, all of these things. But God said, I'm going to make these people a singing people. Um, so when we sing, uh, when we sing songs, Christian song, hymns, spiritual songs, psalms, it, it is, uh, w- what a wonderful thing it is to think that we are breathing in the air that God gave us to breathe and pushing it through the vocal cords that God designed to sing out these words to praise this majestic, holy, righteous, eternal God who made us. What, what, a, what a precious, wonderful thing that we can relate to our maker that way. Um, and, and that, to me, that makes me think and put such supreme importance on what, what I'm singing, what words are coming out of my mouth and praise to him. I want them to be pleasing to him. I want to sing yes in spirit with my emotion, with ardent love and joy, but I want it to be in truth. I want to sing things that are true about God that represent him well, that are, that are um, biblical and scripture-saturated. A number of years ago, we had a young couple visit the church where, where I'd serve, and uh, they had come from kind of a Roman Catholic and charismatic background, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty unchurched, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they came, and they had been converted just before coming to the church where I pastor. And so when they arrived, you know, they, they had no contact with hymns. And here we are singing out of an old hymnal. Uh, so I, we had them for supper one night and I was talking with them and I said, I, I kind of felt a little embarrassed about the hymnal. It's kind of hard work. And so I didn't know how they would have approached that. You know, they had no contact with that. So I said to them, you know, the hymnal is a little difficult. And they interrupted me. They said, wait, don't ever apologize for this hymnal. They said, you could find the gospel in this hymnal. I mean, you could find God mm-hmm. through these words. It's the gospel. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we grew up in church traditions that never gave us uh, the, the path to God, mm-hmm. you know, and here it is in a songbook. Yeah. So I really felt uh, immediately, they didn't mean for it to be, but I felt terribly rebuked, like, <laughs> what am I, you know? I'm such a wimp. And, um, and it just made me appreciate... I. You know, I never needed to give in to the to the kind of the quiet whisper that sometimes you hear in in, in church groups, even by well-meaning people, mm-hmm. that if you would adjust music to be um, easier for everybody, we'd get more people in here, and mm-hmm. that would do more good. Mm-hmm. I do think that that's a lie, because mm-hmm. appetite really is what drives us. You know, if yeah. you're hungry for the Lord, you, you'll sing. Absolutely. But also the other lie is that you know when we gather on Sunday, it's all about getting everybody that you can get into the. Yeah. into the building. Yeah. And we talked about like ultimately him singing it even it's not even primarily a tool for our education and giving truths to other people, but the pleasure of our king. Yeah. We want to sing things 
that God, you know, if we could humanize it, you know, if, if you could forgive this kind of anthropomorphism, that God would, would be pleased that mm-hmm. he showed up at church with us Sunday. Yeah. You know, so, yes. and I find that takes care of just about 90% of my problems with singing. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I'm embarrassed to sing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to lead out in the front of the church and I just want to mumble mm-hmm. and let the piano carry it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes, you know, you're sitting beside somebody and you're little, and I just think, John, just think, like you mentioned, just think of the things you're allowed to say to your king. Mm-hmm. And um, and then everything else just becomes unimportant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we think about the scenes of, of heaven that we have in the Revelation. And, and what do we see them doing time and time again? But lifting their voices in song to the king. Um, returning to the... the 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 point about children, the complexity. Uh, I've got a four year old. His name's Seth. Uh, just a joy, and uh, also a rascal at the same time. Um, but one <clears throat> early on, w- one thing I do each night with him and his older brother. They're the the two youngest. When I put them down to to bed, we uh, we go over their catechism questions. We pray, and then we'll sing several hymns together. Uh, I couldn't get out of that uh, these days if I wanted to. There's no getting out of that. <laughs> they are, they are, they hold me accountable to that. They love it. They they can't go to sleep without it. But Rock of Ages is one that we'd always sing. And my son, um, you just see his growing. At first, he, he loved that song. He always wanted it, but he called it the Rocket Song. <laughs> In his mind, I was saying Rocket Ages, <laughs> and so he wanted to sing the song about the rocket. Now, over time, he understood that. A, a few months ago, uh, I was just doing something in the house, and he was nearby. He was paying no attention to me whatsoever. And all of a sudden, I heard him singing, Our God, our help of ages past, our hope for years. This is a four-year-old. Yeah. He, he got almost yeah. through that whole stanza. And I, you know, it's old Isaac Watts, um, Oh God, our help from ages past. Um and I, I just thought, thank you, Lord. That that now does he understand all of the theological nuance? And no, of course not. But he will. Yeah, he will. Yeah, really. Like you mentioned, the the the, the uniqueness of the of the human makeup that song is a part of how God designed us. That it is such a great teaching tool. Yeah. And I mean, I remember being in, in a religious college, a Christian college, where you would hear um, young people make decisions, and you know. They would make decisions based on the newest re- thing that came out on the radio, you know, the newest pop song. Like, you know, like so-and-so sang in this song, and I'm thinking, you're going to make a life decision based on Bon Jovi? You know, like, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, to have our hearts filled with deep realities. And songs, you know, condense that into potent phrases poetry does. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and then, yeah, makes a wonderful vehicle. Yeah, uh, I... Um... I like to describe hymns as a, a a little sermon you can carry with you. Yeah. Um, if you know a good solid hymn by heart and you're you can sing it by heart, you're preaching to yourself. And, and you know, some people say, I've had a few people ask me, you know, well, you you always say you want hymns to be rooted in scripture and scripture. Why don't you just sing the scriptures? Why don't you just sing the psalms? Why would you bring in these? And I, I understand the argument, and but but in my mind, a hymn is um, we sing hymns for the same reason we preach sermons. Mm-hmm. 
whenever I sing a, a good biblical hymn, the, the text is explained to me. Um, I think about it in ways that I haven't thought about it before. It's applied to my life in, in ways that um, I hadn't thought about it being applied before. Mm-hmm. So um, it, uh, hymns, for me, it's a, it's a way to, to, first and foremost, to praise my King, my Savior. It's a way to teach myself, my children. But it's also, uh, um, it's, a, it's a weapon for me. It's a shield. It's a, uh, uh, I like to say it's a weapon of war. We, we're, I am in a spiritual battle. And I, I want to know these songs of faith so that I can um, repeat them to myself and sing them to myself whenever I'm driving down to New Albany and there's a torrential rain pour and it's a little shaky out there and I feel a little fear. Or um, I want my kids, when they leave my, my home and they face a miscarriage, they face cancer, they face who am I going to marry, that, uh, of course, they hold to the Scriptures first and foremost, but they have these songs of the faith that have stood the test of time that they can go back to, to redirect their hearts to Christ. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Hymn Stories. May the Lord bless you and keep you as you sing and make melody in your heart to Him.